0: An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right. Welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. Transformation is the death of the old to bring in the new. And that is what we're doing. When we leave things behind, we are becoming a greater version of ourselves. And we we have to be willing to let go of that old person. Like you can't be the old person and bring in the new. And that was something that I was really realizing that like despite all the self-worth that I have and despite all the love that I have for myself, I really was needing to... Even more so, choose me. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, it's your host and coach, Amy Stark, and today we're going to have some fun. We are going to be talking about what the energy on the planet has been like and uh, how grateful I am that we're all moving through it. (laughs) So last month, whew, it was a doozy. Um, today is February 1st and I'm super excited because hopefully we will be leaving behind a lot of that crazy chaotic energy. So last month, the planet was being bombarded a lot by solar flares, which were very intense. They were called X flares and even another one that I was I heard about, which was even stronger. That's going to impact the planet because we are all connected to the electromagnetic field of the planet. So When the vibration on the planet changes via the electromagnetic energy, we change. Our brain is in sync with the Earth. Normally, we are at seven hertz, which is basically considered a sleep and unconscious. And then these waves coming in are causing spikes in the Schumann resonance, which measures the electromagnetic field of the earth. So it's going to increase our awareness and it's going to start shaking up some things that can look different in in everybody. You can have gotten sick. So sometimes we, our body gets sick when we feel those kinds of changes. Other times it can kick out emotions. It can bring up stories. It can bring up patterns. Essentially, what really what I kind of saw for most people was the ending of toxic relationships. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was just everywhere. And it's not just romantic relationships or friendships, but also like relationships to the self or maybe a relationship to your job or your work. There was lots of different changes there. And when we go through an identity shift, because this is an identity shift, we are going from leaving a toxic Situation to then choosing ourselves. and so this is going to cause an identity shift. And so I really want to talk about what goes into shifting your identity because I think I've done that a lot. I can actually speak to a lot of the different shifts that I've had throughout my years. And so I'm going to tell you some stories just to help solidify this. When we shift our identity, we are going to trigger a fight or flight because we have an understanding of who we fit in with around us, like our family or our community and we can count on those people. So even if we don't like them, like we we know how far to throw them essentially, or we know where what our roles are and where we stand and things like that. So it makes us feel comfortable But we are also uncomfortable if we're in a toxic relationship. So there's a balance there of like, which one is worse, like getting out of the toxic relationship or staying in it. And usually just getting out of it is better for you. And you can override your brain, which is telling you this is unsafe. So the two chakras that are going to be engaged in this situation are going to be the seventh chakra, which is your top chakra. It's a, you know, above your head. And that one signifies your identity. So it's kind of like you project this out to the world. So when people meet you, they kind of get an idea of like who you are just based on the energy that you're projecting out. For instance, one time I looked at my own seventh chakra back in the day and I was at a lectern, which is I think that's what it's called, where you lecture from. And you know, like as an education, not like I'm being mean or anything like that, but also writing a book was there and also scientists was there. And so this is something that I was projecting out to the world. Of course, I had been leaving the identity of science teacher and moving into healer but i also educate so that that's all up there and i'm sure if i were to look at my seventh chakra at this point it would be around just loving everyone and sharing what i know talking about energy healing connecting the science and spirit so the other chakra that gets engaged is the first chakra like i said that is around your immune system blood It can be your relationship to the earth. It can be how you feel you fit among the people that are around you. So like I said, I've gone through many identity shifts, and so I'm going to talk about a few of them. One of the things that I'm really grateful for, which was very difficult for me, is actually coming out of the closet. So I was very uncomfortable for many years, feeling like I was different on this planet, feeling like... Something was different now, of course, there was many things that were different about me, which was making it hard to figure out which part of me was different. but in this case, I definitely felt like my sexuality was just different from other people when I finally came out of the closet, it was because I just could not bear it any longer. like my fight or flight had been on for years. I've talked about this before where I Sense that something was up and that I might be interested in dating women, but I was really afraid to admit it to anybody. So I kept it to myself for a really long time. And I looked up resources back in the day. I was living in New York City and there was a place downtown that was for the LGBT community. And so... I would walk past it like I would just want to be, I guess at this point now, I understand it was the energy of it, but I'd walk past it several times and I used to walk around the village just trying to soak in that energy, but I was too afraid to walk into the building because I feel like that would have been admitting to myself, you know, that I was gay or whatever. Now, obviously this was 20 something years ago, so this is very different than it is now. It was harder to come out back then and even harder 20 years before that. So and 20 years before that, it was really, really hard. So I'm just saying that, you know, thank God things are evolving and it's not that big of a deal. But back then it really was. And especially for me, I grew up Catholic. I love my family and I couldn't imagine my life without them. I didn't know how they were going to receive it. Turns out they were fine with it. So the the pressure that I was under was all self-induced and they were actually upset that I didn't share it with them. But that's a whole other, I guess, talk. Anyway, what we want to do is we want to be able to say to ourselves, like, I choose me. And in a toxic relationship, when you're leaving it, you're really choosing yourself. And so you're going to want to override that. Now, eventually I had to choose me and say, if I lose everybody I know, are you still okay with moving forward with this, like, can you live a life where you are are gay or whatever and and lose the people around you? And I was like, "Yes, I can." So thankfully, I didn't have to, but that was something I had to really look at. and I was like, I'll have to build a whole new community where I have friends and, and you know chosen family. Over time, I have done that, but I, d- I didn't have to like, you know lose everybody, which was fantastic. That was really my first foray, 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 foray (laughs) into choosing me. I really appreciate that because it really kind of blew the lid off of me being able to get comfortable with choosing me and knowing that it was really worth it. So then the next time was when I went from science teacher to healer. And that was a big jump for me because obviously, you know, they're very different fields And a lot of people gave me a lot of flack and saying, like, you're such a great teacher. Why would you want to leave? But I had, again, to choose me because I knew it was it was killing me from the inside out, right? Like I was being, my life was being threatened by these students. I felt like I wasn't making a difference like the way that I wanted to. So it really had come to this point or this head where I was like, all right, it's either me or I continue to do this and it destroys me. So I chose me again. And then the next time after that was really just trying to share what I was learning and experiencing with other people. Of course, again, I told you all that I thought I was crazy for a really long time until one day I was talking to my mom and I was like. I want to tell you, like, I see things, feel things, hear things, know things. And she was like, you know, we're kind of familiar with that in this family. It's a gift that we have. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you could, you know, anyway. So I was like, wow, okay. And then I started realizing that I could help people with this, these gifts. And that was tremendous. So It was worth it. Like, it was worth it to be the weirdo for a long time. And then I've I've suddenly realized one day, I don't really care what other people think. At this point, I've come out of the closet in so many ways. I've had to choose me that, you know what? Like, every time that I choose me, I wind up feeling better that I did that. So I have gotten more and more confident with that. Just so you know, last two weeks ago, no, last week, sorry, In the podcast with Holly Bertone, I started crying towards the end because there was somebody who was trying to diminish my light. It sent me through a dark night of the soul. i a mini one, of course, because it was only a couple of weeks long, but it really shook me and it changed me. And again, this is another example of how the dark will bring the light. And so it illuminated some things inside me that needed to go and change. And of course, I always tell you, I'm always <laughs> up-leveling and upgrading and rewriting and becoming the greatest version of me. And, and by the way, in order to do that, you have to let go of the old. So that's why I am obsessed with transformation. Transformation is the death of the old to bring in the new. And that is what we're doing. When we leave things behind, we are becoming a greater version of ourselves. And we we have to be willing to let go of that old person. Like you can't be the old person and bring in the new. And that was something that I was really realizing that like, despite all the self-worth that I have and despite all the love that I have for myself, you know, I really was needing to even more so choose me and what I want and what I need. And I was like, wow, like this is even a deeper level of, of everything. So again, just a reminder, the lessons keep coming, but they just get deeper and deeper and you get more satisfied after it's all over because- actually now I feel great. As you can tell, like I feel freaking great. I mean, I was, I'm not going to lie. I sat on my couch almost for two days crying because I couldn't figure out what had happened and like why I was so upset and how to look at all the programs. And I did go see people to help me through it. So, you know, thanks, Jen McNerney. (laughs) You could all thank her as well. She helps me release a lot of shit that doesn't serve me so I can help serve all of you. And then someone else. And I am just so grateful that I have those people to help me tap into the the person that I really am. But again, this is about tapping into your own healer. I knew what I needed to do and I knew where my limits were. And that's okay. Just because I'm a healer doesn't mean I should be able to do it all, right? We came here to connect and we came here to rely on each other Mitch Album talks about this in Tuesdays with Maury, one of my favorite books. He talks about how, I should say, Maury says this. He says, the truth is we all need somebody when we come into this world, right? We can't. We need somebody to change our diaper, feed us, blah, blah, blah. And we all need somebody towards the end of our life, right, to help support us with this exit from life. But he says, the truth is we all need each other in between, too. I definitely needed their help and I did what I could do. I also, you know, didn't drink, I exercised, I ate right, I did some green juices, I took my, my Epsom salt baths, you know, I sprayed myself with roses and tapped and cried and wrote down things and discussed them out loud with other people. All of those things helped me to recalibrate. Like we were talking with Holly Bertone. You know, I also was saying what I was grateful for. What is going right in my life? What do I have control of? And how can I continue to be the greatest version of me? And, you know, at the end of the day, I was pissed because I was like, you know what? Nobody's going to fucking dim my light. Nobody. I am here to do what I need to do. And I'm not going to allow these other people who are threatened by my light to make me stop doing what I do. What's interesting is I did recently work with a client and she was telling me how there's a starseed race that's called Mintakin, and I've never heard of them before. And I realized that I'm a Mintakin. I'm also a Pleiadian, which they, I was told many years ago from a meditation. I hadn't even heard of them. And I the name dropped in my head. I was like, what is that? So I'm Pleiating, which is a visionary. And also I'm mintakin And mintakin are people who are just pure love. And I am pure love. And I've apologized for that for a long time. And just hearing that podcast and knowing that there are others like me and that people have experienced the same kind of shit that I have, where people misconstrue my love and take advantage of it and manipulate me or at least try. I'm like, you know what? No more. I'm not gonna allow that manipulation to happen because I'm now more aware of it, but I'm also not gonna not be pure love. And I just wanna say, I feel fucking great and I'm so glad you're here. And if this podcast resonates with you, please share with others. People need this information. We're all out there struggling, unfortunately, right now. We've been through a really rough two years and we need to support each other. So help me do that by sharing this podcast let me know your thoughts. Are you a mintakin? Are you a Pleiadian? I also believe that I'm a couple of lines of starseeds, but I'm also part angel. And I'm also, as I talked about in human design, I'm a manifesting generator. So these little things that help me to understand my identity that are kind of like invisible... Help me to understand who I am and why I act the way that I do. Because there are, one, other people out there. Like I said, when I first realized I could heal with my hands and I told then, and she was like, there are other people like you, like down the street that are, you know, helping people to heal. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's awesome. So find your people. Sometimes we have to leave a community Because we no longer are a vibrational match, and that's okay. We need to move on, let that shit go, and find the new community that's there to help support us and uplevel us. I love you all, and I hope this was helpful. Please take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. We are in trying times right now. Listen to the epic song that I put on my social media. If you can find it, just scroll through on Amy Stark on Facebook. That song is awesome. It'll remind you of why you're here. Until next week. Let's heal together. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing, and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal.